Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Let's have all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian Pigeon Mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. You're listening to the Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered, and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Bow, bow. Semi fantastic. Um, Mr. Boom, boom. Do you want to do? Do you want to uh, do I'll tell you what I want to do. <laughs> do you want to do I love you and you're annoying? Or no. do you want to just talk? Okay, you, I'll just is, put my you, booklet away. <laughs> you've been great this week. Thank you. You've actually been wonderful. Thank you. It's actually, been a, it's, it's been a, actually it's a terrible, a terrible word. word. It's like whatever you say with the word actually in it, it means that you were completely not like you didn't have faith. No. Right? You were like, you know what? It's basically saying, I thought this was going to be shit, but it actually wasn't. <laughs> my favorite thing that my sister Michelle's ever said to you is, I actually, actually like your really dad. Really like your dad. <laughs> yeah. As in, like, I didn't think I was going to. No, my dad's like, obviously amazing. <laughs> Instead of saying, I really like your dad, it's, I actually, I actually really, really like, like your dad, which means that before maybe you didn't. Yeah. Or maybe you thought I you thought didn't. I thought I wouldn't. Yes. But now I do. Right. Here's a here's a little Easter egg for you guys if you're listening to this podcast. Never use the word actually. <laughs> it's not. It's not a good word. We don't like I it. I don't know when actually is ever used properly. Yeah. Let's like, let's hear. I w- I'm very interested if you can use the word actually and it not. Diminish the entire not, yes. rest of the sentence. Please give us an example. Yeah. We'd love it. Um, love actually. I would actually be stone surprised. <laughs> um... Okay. Anyways, this is this episode is about transition. It is. It it's is. A, it's a it's a very unique conversation for me mm-hmm. because mainly, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, sorry, this is more on the motherly side of of the conversation. It is, but it, it did was. bring up a very interesting conversation that we had, which we're going to have now mm-hmm. when we brought our guest on, Colette Brunson. She is the wife, spouse to. Russell Brunson. Um, Russell Brunson, who if runs. You, yeah, if you, if you haven't heard of Russell Brunson, get yourself onto that rock. Russell Brunson is the founder, CEO of ClickFunnels. Mm-hmm. But this podcast has absolutely nothing to do with Russell. It has everything to do with the transition that Colette is now having. And yes. now that her kids are leaving the nest, so to speak, right. all of them are in school, in university, high school. husband's running a million dollar business. They are trying to. Hundreds of millions hundreds of dollars. Hundreds of million dollar business. And 
and they're she's probably one of the most humble people i think we've ever spoken to like she's she's so sweet absolutely incredible but really the episode's great we just wanted to do a little prequel to it because it kind of triggered for me listening to her speak about how she she didn't lose herself but she she went into a transition of you know i i was a mom for so long because like her her kids are leaving the nest they're older and you kind of look at your identity as a mom and like, that's it. Like when somebody says to you, I don't know who I was talking to, but they're like, tell me about yourself. One of the first things I say is I'm a mom. I have two kids. Yeah. That's part of me, but that isn't, I wasn't, I that's wasn't a, a mom. Huge part, huge of you. part of me, but I also wasn't a mom for quite some time. Like I, there is, there's more to me. And, and it was just an interesting conversation because I think the same thing could be said, you know, before, like when you become a mom, you, you really are completely like engulfed in motherhood. It's a brand new change and you lose some part of your old self, self, what (laughs) self, self, you learn, you lose the ability to speak. You lose yourself, um, in the music, the moment you you never let it go. You only got one shot. No, you lose lose yourself, um, but you gain a new self. And it's a very weird dynamic because there are so many things that I am like so proud of that I feel like I can completely chalk up to being a mom. Like just how I hold myself, the the amount of um, times that I feel like I don't stand for certain people to like waste my time or talk to me or whatever. I think that I really gained that self-confidence and that like self-respect, whatever, after I became a mom, like it's just like a different story. But Colette is very, um, she was going through a transition because she was a mom for so long. And now her husband, um, again, is running this multi-million dollar company and her kids leave. And she's kind of like, um, who am I? Who am I? Who what, am I? What do I do? Yeah, I think you know, so whether you're whether you're a stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home dad, whatever your role in that whatever that language is around what your role is, mm-hmm. when you decide that you're going to be the one to raise your children on a more consistent basis than your partner. So let's face it, like we'll just use you're us the as default a, parent. We'll use us as an example. Mm-hmm. We chose when we had Riley that you would stay home and raise her while I worked. Right. I find that like for for me, and I'll, I'm not saying men versus women because this is not a gender conversation, although I would say society has deemed it more of gender roles. Mm-hmm. Um, in our household specific, I, I was always Ryan Ostafi. Mm-hmm. I became dad, but I've always stayed Ryan Ostafi because I was allowed to be Ryan out in the workforce. Right. My role and who I was to society mm-hmm. never changed. changed. Right. I, you know, you I added I, a new, I role. went, I went new jobs here, you know, more money here, m- more titles here or whatever the case may be. But me, Ryan Ostafi at the core, I got to be me for eight, nine, 10 hours a day, mm-hmm. then came back and got to be dad. Right. Where you just went like right into the fire. Mm-hmm. You were mom 24 seven and who you were pre mom you never really had that release or that outlet to be you. I think that kind of comes into like when you were saying, you know, you got to leave your home, the nest and be Ryan Ostafi and then come home and be 
dad. Whereas I think that because a lot of women, again, like not making this a gender thing, but if you're the default parent and you stay home and then you leave, you are so used to being the default parent for so long that when you leave, that's where the quote unquote mom guilt comes from because you don't know what to do with that. Mm -hmm. Right. You're like, but I am this person. Oh my gosh. Like, should I be leaving? And all this bullshit comes up. And I think that's where it comes from because it is, it's foreign because it is not the norm. Right. When you go out, it's like, okay, I have to make sure all this is happening, blah, blah, blah. And you are the one that takes care of all that. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's, that's where I think the mom guilt derives from. Well, I think not just mom guilt. I think, uh, just pure systems Mm -hmm. you know when when you are the default parent and you've had more than one children once more more than one child yeah jesus what have we been drinking today Uh, when you've had more than one child and there's an age gap Mm -hmm. if you think about it you know you transition riley until she's in school and then all of a sudden you transition cooper until he's in school Mm -hmm. well now by the time cooper's in school we're now eight years into this Mm -hmm. you're you've been defined as britney mom for eight years now you're going to go back into whatever it is you're going to go back into and you have to refine like the world changes drastically in eight years. Mm-hmm. You've got to now navigate what that looks like and find your your space in there, find your voice in there, while simultaneously your partner, i.e. me, has relied on you for the last mm-hmm. eight years to have all of these things that I don't have to think about to now think about. Right. And I and I find that this transition, and I'm so happy that Colette was open enough to have this with us. And I promise you, we're going to get into this podcast really quickly. But what I love so much about her authenticity was they live a life that most people want to live. It would be like winning the lottery. It would be like winning the Powerball lottery. Not like like winning the Lontario. And she she does, she does talk about how she went to an event and she still sees her and her family. Like she forgets all the time that like people would recognize her husband and, and her, and her, um, and she is like, oh, people are looking at me. And she, she's like, honestly, I'm like, well, I kind of forgot. Like, I don't realize it was just like, I don't know. I love meeting people like that where their their fame and their fortune and their, you know, hard work hasn't altered who they are as, as like a core. And she, you can tell she is like the foundation of that relationship. That family, she really yeah. is like kept everyone together. She's, pulled, sweet. she's pulled together. But the, the really cool thing is, and if you look at her, her kids who are now in high school and then her youngest is now entering into school mm-hmm. that's a significant gap, a of, gap i think she yeah. said 15 years if memory serves me correctly and her last one's just going into school is going right? in, by the time it's all said and done so for 15 years she's been mom and now she's out she's creating she's got her own podcast she's mm-hmm. with a group of women she talks about creating her tribe about it, yeah. you know it just it was a great podcast it was so much more than i had anticipated mm-hmm. she was so much realer than i had anticipated her mm-hmm. being uh it was just an absolute she blessing was she was like i'm nervous we were like yeah. partying <laughs> Pardon me, yeah. Have you ever had an embarrassing B.O. moment? I sure have. Like the time I thought the teenage boy beside me at the grocery store stunk only to get in my car and realize it was me. (laughs) Embarrassing. But we've got the solution. Lumi whole body deodorant. Say goodbye to B.O. worries forever. Unlike some other deodorants, Lumi is powered by mandelic acid, a game changer for 72 hour odor control 
everywhere. It was inspired by patients' concerns about private part odor. Six years on and with over 300,000 five-star reviews, Lumi keeps us confident from head to toe. Plus, it's seriously safe anywhere on your body. Pits, thigh folds, belly buttons. Don't forget under boobs and vulvas. Yes, this is true. Plus butt cracks and feet. Created by an OBGYN, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor for up to 72 hours. Baking soda free, paraben free, and with fresh scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, and toasted coconut. And for new customers, the Lumi Starter Pack has you covered with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. Don't miss out. As our special offer, you get $5 off Lumi Starter Packs with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's right, over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Control your body odor anywhere with Lumi. I love starting my day off with a breakfast that makes me feel good. This also involves waking up before my kids to have those quiet moments of peace before the chaos. Absolutely. And Magic Spoon is perfect for that. No artificial ingredients, natural flavors, and zero artificial coloring. Plus, it's great for various lifestyles, whether you're gluten-free, soy-free, or just want to add some more protein. And the variety pack is amazing with flavors like cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. So nostalgic. My favorite has to be frosted. It's like a guilt-free treat with zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five grams of net carbs per serving. Wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes. It's a game changer. So if you're looking for a tasty breakfast, quick snack, or an easy meal, Magic Spoon's got you covered. Head to magicspoon.com slash TLC and don't forget to use the code TLC at checkout to save $5 off your order. And here's the best part. If you don't love it, Magic Spoon has a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund you your money, no questions asked. Try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash TLC. Use code TLC to save $5. A big thanks to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's such an important thing to have a conversation with your spouse. If I could do a Easter egg takeaway from this podcast before you, you hear the that, podcast. Why do you love this analogy? What's, what is that? You've used the term Easter, Easter egg. egg. Oh, it's like a hint. I know, but you've used it twice. I use it every day at work. Okay. It's my word, Easter egg. Anyways, <laughs> if I were to give you an Easter egg or a little trick or whatever from here, it's sit down with your partner and redefine your roles, mm. create new structures that work. Because when you transition out of motherhood and into- be open to them to change. Right. Into the back into the real world, both partners have to be aware yeah, of that of the change. and have to create new- Structures. Structures to support it. Because mm-hmm. I'll be honest, for seven years, our structures have been you take care of everything in this house. Mm-hmm. And I do the working. Mm-hmm. And then if you, when you do this transition and you and we're doing it right now, we're yeah. living it right now as mm-hmm. you transition into this world of the bostophy, mm. we've had to restructure. We've had to sit down. Mm-hmm. You've had to say, hey, right, it doesn't work mm-hmm. for me to do this, 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 and this, and this. I have and to I say, send oh, you aggressive okay. text messages. And I say, oh, okay. You know what? I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't even have thought yeah. about it because it's just been getting done. It's habitual, right? Like. So, you do one thing for so long and then it's hard to change. It really is. I'm absolutely. So ha- have a sit down with your with your partner. Enjoy this podcast. Enjoy Colette Brunson. Mm-hmm. Uh, we absolutely thoroughly loved having her on here. So, you know, let's let's do that. Eh? Give her a listen. How do we do that? We just transition. Three, we go, three, two, one. Here we go. Beep, 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 beep. Listen. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh no! It's a, it's a, this podcast is one hundred percent about you, um, and so we'll, okay. we'll dive into some stuff about your husband. He can join us if you'd like, but one hundred percent, this podcast is about you. So, do you right, mind right. quickly just sharing with everybody who you are, what you're up to, and all of that fun what stuff? What you about? And then we can dive into it. What What yeah. am I about? Well. Geez, where do I start? I can't even believe where we're at in our life right now. I am a mother of five beautiful children, um, ranging from 14 down to six. They keep me helping. <laughs> we have twin boys that are in high school this year, freshmen. Wow. And then, gosh, I have a daughter that will be joining them next year, which will be three in high school, which is bananas. Yeah. Me a little bit. <laughs> it really is. I look back at some little pictures and I'm like, what in the world is happening? So they keep, mm-hmm. they're my world. They keep me going. That was my dream ever since. I've always wanted to be a mom and we had troubles having babies. And then it was like, once we had the boys, boom, it was boom, like, boom. the were opened and <laughs> now we uh, It's super yes. exciting. So never a dull moment around the Brunson home. Um, but I just feel so blessed because we have been able to travel, which has always been a dream of mine. And you have your own so. podcast. You do have your own yeah. podcast, yes. Do you want to? Did you want to drop that really quick, and then we can make sure we drop it at the end? But sure. for sure, yeah. Gosh, a girlfriend of mine. She's actually a designer. She's helped us do our home a little bit and a lot of it. And after attending Unlock the Secrets in Colorado Springs, she's like, "I want to start a podcast. Uh, do you want to be a part of that?" And I was like, "Usually, I say no to stuff like that." But then I was like, "You know what? My kids mm-hmm. are older. I'm kind of in a space. I'm trying to re." Right. Find my voice, find out who I am again. I don't know. What are my my talents? What do I do? I'm pretty quiet. Um, but sharing her journey is our podcast. And it's been a lot of fun with Nicole Goggins and Kirsten Brockner. And we love interviewing people with awesome stories. Um, it is a podcast for women. So we've never had a male guest on mm-hmm. as of yet, of course, sharing her journey. Mm-hmm. But it's been really good for me to try and find my voice. And it's been such a fun I feel like it's so great that you're, I think it's so easy and a lot of women can attest to like, I mean, you have five kids. I only have two and I feel like, I mean, the person I was before children is not the same person and that's easy to say, but it's very easy to lose your, not lose your identity, but your identity becomes a mom right? Like, what do you do? The first thing I say, well, I have two kids, right? Like it, I think it's just like innate for women who have children to say that. And it's a little, um, hard to kind of re-figure out what you're into, especially like when your kids get older, like we have a, we have two kids, but our daughter is seven going on 17 and I'm like terrified, but yeah, no, I, I really, really respect that you have, gone and done something kind of out of your comfort zone to kind of figure out what you're about after like because you're more than a mom yeah and that's I I love that you say identities because I've really been diving into different identities because we can be a tired mommy we can be a sexy wife we can be so there's all these different identities it's like okay put tired mommy away and let's roll the dice I love that um do you know we have this little segment on our podcast called I love you and you're annoying. It is. It, <laughs> do you, have you heard it yet? Like you were telling us that you, okay. Well, the best part is, is that you like, we can just like block your husband and he won't get to hear this episode. <laughs> Just kidding. I have but, a, I have a feeling her husband's a little tech savvy. Yeah, and might be like, might be able to find a way to yeah, listen to it. He might know. 
all these things. But in all honesty, my husband's a biohacker. <laughs> and so we have all of these weird little gadgets in our house, like things that clip on your nose. Uh, I could pull something up like these bands that go on your head. Um, it, I don't know. We have cryo unit. We have <laughs> I honestly don't it. even know what any of those words are. <laughs> the cry- I got to get into the cryo unit. It freezes you. So it's like 200 and something oh, degrees wow. cold. And you, you stand in there for three minutes, mm-hmm. which I love it, but it's, but we had to build a special building, <laughs> a little spot for it, right? So it's always like, where do we put the next biohacking right. thing? So the one that he got for his birthday, his business partner, Todd, actually gave it to him. It's this really cool mat that goes underneath your bed that's supposed to, it pumps water. So there's these hoses that I feel like I'm in a careful <laughs> or something. I don't know. But so it pumps water into it to okay. keep it cold. And then on top is a weighted blanket. But there's the machine that hums and all night long. All night long. So I'm tired. Got it. I'm tired. So you rolled in tired mommy is what you're playing right now. <laughs> so the, the humming keeps you up all night, but the bed keeps you alive till you're a hundred. So I don't know if that's a good thing yeah. or if it's a. It's just tired of the bed. Come on now. Where's my yes. side? <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Well, no. I, I, I snore. And so, so I would assume that my snoring is equivalent to the constant oh humming. It's not even, it's like <laughs> the, I feel like, cause I want like a fan or something like, I like white noise because I need to drown out Ryan. Yeah. Like he's like Chewbacca, but I feel like it's the inconsistent snoring. That's the worst because it's not like a consistent fan. It's like, <laughs> like, and then it just like, it's so insane. I think I wouldn't mind the humming if it's like I think you would like the I think you would like this this uh aquatic bed yeah, just order me one up real quick yeah <laughs> so let's get into a little bit of your husband and the successes Background. that you guys have had because you know that's it's it's something that's you know as as we mentioned earlier before the podcast has started you live a life and your family lives a life that most people simply really only dream about. Um, you know, you've, you're running a very successful business um, with the ClickFunnels, multi, well, it's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, your house looks like uh, a, a play castle for, you know, adults. Um, <laughs> life is life is good. You're traveling all over the world. You're hanging out with, you know, Tony Robbins and his wife and uh, you're in Fiji, and I feel like every time every time I look on Instagram, you guys are somewhere else in the world on some corporate private jet, and it's unbelievably overwhelming the life that you live. But it hasn't always been that way for you guys. Yeah, I mean, gosh, don't get me wrong. This has been it's been such a fun adventure, just working so hard and seeing how much mm-hmm. that pays off. Um, we've got to do some pretty miraculous things and I feel super blessed for that, but I'm not going to lie. Like I tell Russell all of the time, like I love our very beginnings and Mm -hmm. the struggle and you know how well you have to work together. Sometimes he kept a lot of that from me. And I remember one year when he was speaking on stage at a funnel hacking live that I was like bawling my eyeballs out because I was learning something that he went through Mm -hmm. alone. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, we're a team, you know? So he, but but he didn't want right. me to go through those struggles that the company was going through. I don't know. I just look back at all of the struggle because I think it makes it that much more just, um, really- what's the right word for that? But yeah, I just, 
right. embrace it more. I think I'm really appreciative. Sometimes I'm like, gosh, I was just right after I had Nora. She's six years old now, but I, w- I remember the very first funnel hacking live I ever went to. And I was like, oh my gosh, these people are here for you. And at the time it was just 600 people. Just. And I walked in the room and I did the yeah. ugly cry. And I was like, who are you? I don't even know who you are. And, and then it just, you know, this whole new level of gratitude for the world, um, because then you do get to hear people, people's stories. And oh my gosh, it just edifies me so much. Um, after going through so mm-hmm. much ups and downs and all of the funny businesses that, you know, we've attempted or, you know, you go through, but yeah, geez. Humbling. I just, I really do. Sometimes I forget and I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> we do live in not a normal sized house. And it keeps you know. humble though. Just, like Ryan said, I think people really appreciate that in, in you guys. Um, but I love that you shared that you had that moment of like, um, not sadness, but maybe a little bit because you saw Russell sharing something that you didn't know. And obviously his intentions were to not add any more stress to your life. You were dealing with all of the kids and he's trying to do something over here. But I think a really good question and um, conversation for our listeners would be if you, if you had any advice for somebody who is um, married or in a relationship with somebody who is pursuing something um, like an entrepreneur, what would be some good tips or advice that you would give that spouse? Because I mean, we're not on the same level, but Ryan has always been very entrepreneurial. And I can tell you in our own life that there has been multiple times where it's been really hard on both of us, but separately, like, do you have any advice that you would give, um, somebody in that same spot. I don't know how I got so lucky with the best circle of girlfriends. And, um, you know, if you know Russell at all, he loves to use this app called Voxer. It's like the Mm -hmm. walkie talkie app. We talk daily and we just have these groups. And I have this group that we talk every single day about our highs, our lows, um, just all the things and the hardships. And when entrepreneurialism Mm -hmm. is hard and, you know, you're feeling a little bit alone, they just help you carry you through that. So, oh my gosh, my village is big. It, I feel like it has grown throughout the years. And um, I think it's super important to find people that right. lift you up because there's plenty that are like, well, can't you tell your husband right. you get a real job? The naysayers. You know? And I'm like, well, then he wouldn't be happy. Um, so it's all in the mindset sure. too, but I don't know. I just The village I think is important so for you to have that again, like that positive uplifting system that doesn't allow you to go to the path of resentment, because I think it's very easy to be like, we're over here. I'm doing all of these things for our family. And so are they, but in a different way, because they're not present, if that makes sense. Right. So I think that resentment can sneak up very easily. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have that support system, it's going to grow. Yeah, being an entrepreneur is a is a mindset in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody who is who is an entrepreneur or deems themselves to be an entrepreneur more than likely has tried many things in their lives to you know hit it big and be a, a giant success. And more often than not, those things flop. Um, and so for me, I, I can tell you as someone who's tried multiple things and, and has put his hat in, into uh, you know whatever, there have been things that I thought would be great that weren't great. And, you know, doing some research on yourself and your husband, I know that Russell's tried to sell potato guns and DIY projectors. And there's just a lot of things that he's done 
to avoid, not avoid, but I think when you're an entrepreneur, you just, you, you want to do something on your own. You mm-hmm. need to do something on your own. But the truth of it, and what I, what I really want to tell story-wise here is no matter what you do in life, you cannot do it alone. And sometimes what often gets lost when you do hit it big and you, you are wildly successful in business is the stuff that happens at home is, is the foundation of everything. Um, and I know for me, I'm not going to get emotional because I'm not emotional. Um, <laughs> I know for me, he cries at the women network movies. So don't listen to him. knowing that my kids are taken care of, knowing that my house is taken care of, knowing that that support system is, is at home, allows me to take big risks, allows me to do big things and to be the kind of person that I know myself to be. And so I know for a fact that ClickFunnels doesn't happen. I know that for a fact the dot-com secrets doesn't happen. I know the countless hours and the road trips and the plane trips. None of that happens if if Russell doesn't have you. You know, can you just share with us what it's like to be in the household of someone who's just nonstop? <laughs> oh, what's it like? This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Well, you know, sometimes it's awesome and sometimes it's really dang hard and I mean, I'll be real, like this week's been a little bit challenging. I feel like there's been some things that, you know, we've been, he's been really working really hard on being present. Mm -hmm. I love that word Um, because it is hard when, um, you know, both going a thousand miles an hour, different Mm -hmm. direction. Um, But, you know, like the other day he's starting a new book and, oh gosh, he asked me a while ago, what are your thoughts on writing this book? And I gave him my thoughts and that was it. But then my thoughts were like, I don't think it's the right yeah. timing. But then he went ahead and did it. So then I just kind of mm-hmm. felt this way, right? And so, but then we had this really great conversation. Um, oh my gosh, this week, just because he said something about the book. And I kind of just out of nowhere, just blurted like, well, my opinion doesn't matter right. anyways. If you're you know going to do it anyways, why even ask? <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it just came out, you know? <laughs> but it's just so, it's such a real thing sometimes where, you know, sometimes as I'm at home and not realizing everything that's going on at the office or his, like, if I'm like, Russell's all about growth and contribution, right? right? And I kind of forgot about that because I feel like in my, my vision, he's growing mm-hmm. all the time. And I'm like, so when can you take a month off and when can you really like take a minute mm-hmm. to breathe? And, you know, so it's just so interesting. Oh, no, I follow ahead. you and your husband on Instagram and your podcast on Instagram, a big fan. Um, I think the reason that you were, you and your family were on my top 100 had nothing to do with ClickFunnels and it had nothing to do with your success. Well, I guess it had a little bit to do with it because I probably wouldn't know who you were if it wasn't for those things. Uh, But what really blew me away was how committed the two of you are to your family and to your children. Mm -hmm. I cannot, honest to God, I think you guys work off of a 36-hour clock. I do not know, Mm -hmm. you know, your kids are into wrestling. Like Every one of your children are into something different. I feel like you're always there. You're always present. You're at every event. You're at every practice. It's just like, how on earth do the two of you guys do it? I have no, no. I don't even know. It's messy. It's messy. And 
our kids are so little and you feel like, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to get through this? And now that they're teenagers and they want to stay up until yeah. 11 o'clock every single night and they have this project and that project or yeah, that this practice or that practice. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. I'm so tired. But then, yeah, you just keep going. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know either. I'm tired with two kids and that literally like physically makes me tired saying five kids out loud. Like, I don't know how you, <laughs> I don't know how you're dealing, but that, that saying honestly is probably so annoying, but it's so true. Like the days are long, but the years are short when they just snap and you're just oh. like, how it's these kind of things that you guys go through are, are commitments, right? Like anybody can do these things. It's just not, not everybody makes the time. Not everybody makes communication between the, um, like husband, wife, family, a priority. And that communication is always key. Yeah. Well, and two, I don't know how in the heck, but my kids, I mean, I have one, this is Mm -hmm. the teenagers, but I have one that puts herself to sleep. She'll come say goodnight or whatever. And the other two, I'm just like, yeah, goodnight. (laughs) Hopefully turn your phones. We'll see you in the morning. And then I put the two littles, Russell will take one. I'll take the other. But I'm just like, oh my gosh, I feel so blessed that they kind of, yeah. So dependent. I'm like, this is not okay. So this is probably like a good like wrap up thing too to give um like our our viewers. So we, I mean, we we touched on being in a relationship with a person who is an entrepreneur, but I also feel like you yourself are an entrepreneur and it's extra difficult. I think for two people to come together who are both wanting that entrepreneurial lifestyle, we find it's hard to like, we're both growing and we want to make sure that we're also growing together because it's very easy to grow separately. Um, so do you have any advice kind of on how to make sure that you guys are still like growing together? Oh, I do because I feel like we're working Mm -hmm. on this right now. (laughs) I think we're just yes going and it's like, Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember you. Oh yeah. And so, um, we're really working on that. And like I said earlier, uh, you know, he's really been working on being present and I've been really working on trying to turn off all these identities mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and tapping into somebody else. But I really think it's important to do, to do the work. And I feel like I haven't, I haven't, I get to a certain spot and I stop and I don't know why, I don't know why I'm scared to get past a certain certain thing. And that's something I'm personally working on right now. Um, such as like being better at date nights or really sitting down and making time and having those Mm -hmm. conversations. Um, I feel like all my time's invested or I am a big avoider. So I feel like if there's something to be confronted, I Mm -hmm. run the other way and I, I fall asleep with Nora or (laughs) you know what I mean? Something dumb like that. So I, oh my gosh, like I'm not, UPW Tony Robbins has changed my life and I've done it a couple of times. I actually would love to do it again, but I always think it's super good to do relationship development, you know, just to become stronger because I feel like, geez, what are we coming up on 19 years in August? And I just, I feel like we just, we're amazing and we do all these things together and we're super, super happy. But then it's just like, oh yeah, I need Mm -hmm. to remember who you are and the importance of why we're in this together because the reality of our kids leaving the house and, oh man, it, like you said, like the days are long, mm-hmm. but the years are fast. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? Yeah. We got it. And I just crazy. And all of a sudden you're like, 
you're all I've got after all mm-hmm. these kids are gone. Like, I gotta remember how to <laughs> hope I still like you. So it's really been, we've both been working on super, super diligently <laughs> lately. Well, I, I appreciate you saying that so candidly and mm-hmm. opening up and being vulnerable with us. It, it, it's rare to see that because there are so many people in this world that would you know, they just assume that life is perfect when money is present and when success is there. And going back to what you're saying, it's so refreshing to hear because we'll talk to people, our own friends who are dealing with some issues. We deal with some issues. And it's this, there's this like faux pas or stigma around support as in like, I need to get support. We need to get support. We need coaching. We need help or assistance. And people stand back and say, what do you mean you need help and you need assistance? Like, look at the life that you have. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that you're so willing to say that it takes work. Mm -hmm. And most of the work that it takes requires the assistance of someone who knows what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Because let's face it, as human beings, we only know what we know. And, you know, who you were today versus who you were 17 years ago, not the same. Who Russell is today versus who he was 17 years ago, not the same. You have five people living in your house that weren't living in your house 17 years ago. <laughs> you have your roles. He yeah. has his roles. And I find that even like we like the reason we started this podcast is because Brittany and I were starting to live in silos. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can only imagine the silos that the two of you guys have built and they're strong and their foundation's fantastic. So it's so refreshing to hear that, you know, it's okay to seek assistance mm-hmm. and coaching um, from an outside source, even when your life looks the way that yours looks on Instagram and, and in the real world. It's definitely right? not perfect. <laughs> that- so I, I love what you said there. I mean, it's just a real thing. And I mean, we've even had these conversations with our boys lately just because they're so stinking girl crazy. Yeah. But I'm like, relationships are hard and they're messy and you yeah. have to do the work. So I anyway. love that. Absolutely. Well, congratulations for, 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 you know, again, thank you so much for bringing that up and saying that because there are so many people in your position that just avoid that conversation altogether. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So Colette, let me ask you this question. What's next for you? Okay. So your daughter's five. So that is in, in the U S is that she's in school now? Yep. She's in kindergarten. So, uh, yeah, geez, she's even going all day long, which <laughs> is weird. So yeah, life is changing right now. I just am so, I don't know. I just kind of rolling with the punches and enjoying what life has to offer me. Um, I was just reading something last night that was given to me about, you know, our talents develop as we grow. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, what are my talents? I really, I'm not even kidding you. This is something I'm tapping into like Mm -hmm. hardcore what are my talents? What is my purpose on this earth? What am I made for? And I'm kind of curious to find out who I'm going to, who I'm going to yes. find inside. So stay tuned. That might be, have to be. A I love two. that. I oh love that. Now that, now that you and your family are out there, uh, in the public, uh, people know who you are. They recognize you. Life doesn't look the same as it did. Like I said, 17 years ago, do you find it difficult sometimes when you feel like you kind of have to be on all the time because you you know that someone's always looking at you guys being like, are those the Brunsons? I, I, it's so weird. I forget. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have short-term memory or what because like, <laughs> like when we travel and Russell will get noticed or like something will happen and I'm like, oh yeah, 
Oh, oh right. Funny. Like for instance, we went to, I'm sure you guys know Steven, Capitalist Pig. We went to a grand opening of his the other day and we kind of crashed it. And I completely forgot that that's not normal for Russell to do. And so when we walked in, it was like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I forgot Sorry about that. that we are something, I guess. <laughs> so anyway, that's always a, a funny thing for me. So seriously, I have short-term memory, but when we do, um, it is like I, I do, if I'm with the family, it is interesting how your mama bear mm-hmm. kind of comes up or, you know, the kids kind of get a kick at it every once in a while and, or try and sell like what did Dallin called the other day. Anyway, he's like, I'm going to, dad, I have someone that wants to interview. I came up with my business for $5,000 to talk to you. And Russell's like, well, I get a percentage of that, right? And he's like, no, no. He's like, this is my time. Anyway, it's just funny because then the kids are starting to be like, right. oh, my dad is somebody. I can like yeah. sell his time. Anyway. That's hilarious. Now, do you find that you shelter them a little bit with uh, with everything? Yeah. I guess yes and no. I feel like, like for instance, going to Funnel Hacking Live, Russell really wants to bring them this year. And I'm like, I don't know if I can bring mm-hmm. the whole family. But I'm super excited for my older kids to go. And I do. Yeah. I worry. I mean, that's something that's always in the back of my mind because it's just mm-hmm. a real thing. But Yeah. Well, when so, so much of your life is exposed and I even felt weird saying like, I know your kids are in wrestling and you know, your one son's really big into Lego and it's really weird that I know that information. No, it does trip you. I mean, I always, yeah, I do feel like I'm that mama bear Mm -hmm. just kind of keep him in, but my kids are like, whatever. I just feel like it's so funny. Like my daughter, she's just so interesting as she handles the world. And she's like, I don't care if they have bad things to say about me. And I'm like, awesome. Okay. Well, if you ever need to talk, let's go. I love that. But it just is interesting how they're all handling it now as they are yeah. growing. But that being said, too, when we're out <laughs> and something happens, I'm like, hold on to that yes. little girl tight. <laughs> um, okay. So before we let you go, would you like to just um, let everyone know where they can listen to your podcast, what it's called? Yeah. So sharing her journey, we started it just to help build connection. As you know, we're living in this world with all this technology, but we've never felt mm-hmm. more alone. And so it's just like building this connection with other women and getting their stories. And it's been such a fun journey for me. So you can find us on Instagram at sharing her journey, same with Facebook. And um, it's just been a fun ride. It's been fun for me to learn to be brave, to be on a Facebook live, even though there's only like one person (laughs) watching. Um, But it is, it's just one of those things that, you know, to get over. You're finding your identity. It's been, it's been amazing. Well, we look forward to um, sharing in your journey, to watching your journey, to watching these next steps. Mm. Um, You know, I I tip my hat and I acknowledge you again. Everything that's been built in that household has been built from the foundation of it. So there's a lot of things that you can provide this world. You've got a a platform to do it. You've got a voice to do it. You've got a story that's so unique to the world. And uh, I cannot... I cannot wait to hear what you create uh, in the next few years uh, with your platform, with your community and growing it and expanding it. So thank Thank you. you. Thank you so much for um, your generosity and your authenticity on this on this podcast. Oh, man, thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun getting to know you, too. Awesome. Well, you have a wonderful evening. Maybe you go relax before one of your littles needs something from you. I'm so high.